Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay, hello everyone and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Amy Crumpton and Chris Fawcett, founders of Social Cactus, who teach online service providers their launch to freedom framework so they can create, launch and sell out their offers on repeat, meaning they can enjoy more fun, freedom and more flexibility in their life and in their business. Well, fantastic. Hey guys, Amy, Chris, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Hello. Oh, so, so welcome. Look, can you guys just expand a bit more on, you know, where are you today with your business and who is it that you love to work with? Yeah, sure. So we absolutely love working with online coaches and service providers, especially those that are super high vibe, super high energy, the ambitious, driven, motivated, those type of people. And we love to help people with creating, launching and selling their offers, just like you said, so that they can create more freedom in their life. And that's the thing that we've found from so many people. They come to us craving Mm. more freedom, but in so many different areas, whether it's time, financial, location or all of the above uh, we just really love helping people to create more freedom in their lives so they can go off and do the things that they want to do they can travel the world spend more time with their kids create more wealth whatever yeah and it's <laughs> and it's evolved over the years this um this process that we take people through has evolved through us moving and moving and grooving and, and moving around the world and, and putting ourselves in a position where actually that's what we want to do rather than really really go for something different Nice. So guys, obviously the dynamic duo, what is it like? Or what was it like? What was the moment when you guys said, yeah, you know what? We're going to do this together. This is the business that we want to grow. Yeah, well, it's a really cool story, actually. So I started the business on my own and I was an accidental business. So I didn't mean to start a business. It just sort of happened. So the accidental entrepreneur. I love these (laughs) stories. So we were traveling. I quit my job in PR and marketing and Chris quit his job in um, engineering and construction. And we packed our bags, sold all all our belongings and went traveling around Central and South America. I was then offered an opportunity to do some freelance marketing. And I was like, wow, so like a digital nomad type of thing. And from there, it has just evolved. So I started off doing social media management. Then I started doing social media coaching. Then that evolved into business coaching and then mindset coaching, becoming NLP certified. At this time, Chris then started his own business as a coach and he had a coaching business. I was so busy and full. I was turning clients away. And then I had this, this light bulb moment of, well, why don't you join the business, Chris? And then we can help more people and just grow one business rather than building two and that's how it happened so in April 2021 is when Chris joined the business and that was it yeah yeah and since then obviously we've moved the business to the UAE 
and now we're residents there as well. So yeah, we've we've done a lot in the last couple of years. Yeah, I love that. I think that moment. I think that's critical. Bring it back into just pure business terms, whether it's a solopreneur and you've got multiple offers, multiple businesses. That fracture of focus, and you guys are able to see. It's, fucking obvious when you look at it yes. but it's like yes this business is really scaling and really doing well how can we make this work even better and exactly. but that moment was there a little bit of a bit of maybe ego a little bit of worry a little bit of doubt that you having to give up um so you've started to build or was it an absolute no-brainer that yeah i love this let's go what what was that like because it, it, it yeah. can be tough so we'd actually gone away for a week to work from the Cotswolds in the UK. So Chris was working on his business and he was asking me for some support with marketing and growing the business. And I was telling him like, oh, I'm just so busy. I don't know what I'm going to do. How am I going to grow more? Like I'm turning clients away. But I was at that point, I was still working with people, but I knew I was at capacity. So it was like, I can't work with you one to one. I've got this other offer, but that's full. The next one's happening in this many months time. I already had quite a big team at the time. So that wasn't the problem. I was completely okay with, you know, handing over responsibility and scaling the business. And it was over a bottle of Prosecco when the idea hit. All of course it was. <laughs> Where all the best ideas come from, right? <laughs> uh, and you know we just said like would this could this work so we brainstormed and we talked for hours and hours and then we decided that yeah it absolutely can you know we've got this dream to create freedom for ourselves if we're both trying to build two well building two businesses and growing two businesses does that really align yeah. with our goal to create more freedom together so yeah it was it was a no-brainer in the end yeah yeah we did some really great coaching on each other we, we wrote a list of uh, questions out like what, what would our coaches ask us Da, 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 went through it and then we almost sent that to them and you know these are the questions that you'd probably ask here are the answers that we've considered at great length and, and it just made sense we've both got very different skills obviously Amy came from a marketing background I came from mm -hmm. you know project management and engineering but my sort of focus within the coaching side was mindset and sales and and obviously Amy could do the marketing and, and the coaching and running of the business and I could then focus on the sales and and then so it sounds like you guys came into it with very sort of definite roles there was there was sectioning you understood the, the the benefits and the skills and the value that you you each could bring in um but even so just being like top level seeing this and how it fits in and how it's going to work together and understanding but then doing it in the moments it's or was it, it was feels like there was no challenges no problems it was just easy breezy what what was that like was it, like it, you, was, Chris? it was quite easy to be honest we created an offer like there and then um and we got like 19 leads uh, like that that in the coming the next coming days uh, started booking people in um i had a full you know sales process that i just slotted into the business and then mm -hmm. we started signing one-to-one -one clients so within i think about three weeks i had uh, i was sold out like 10 10 new one-to-one -one clients and, and that was it <laughs> so yeah. it's very seamless obviously continue with my existing clients um, and let them know that there were going to be a few changes. But ultimately, it was just a slot in because I wasn't coming into, and I did start looking at how we can improve things and change things mm. and make more money and save more money and, and, and all that kind of thing. But yeah. really, it was more so come in, we break, create a new offer, which was just one-to-one, -one, and then... I think the cha the challenge that happened for, for me on my part is how to bring Chris in as now an additional part of the business when everybody was so used to seeing me and, you know, working directly with me. Now Chris yeah. has got this one-to-one -one offer. Are they going to trust him? Like, they don't know who he is yet. They, they obviously know him from 
what I share of him online, but then bringing him in as a separate coach. Mm. And honestly, the, the audience just took to it so well. Like Chris mentioned, they had so many leads, sold out in three weeks. And I was like, cool, you can stay. <laughs> what was different? What what was the different vibe when you, Chris, when you, when you were brought in? Was the offer slightly different? Did the, the, the audience react slightly differently? Was there something that, it wasn't just more of the same. It was like, here's, here's something new. Here's something a little bit different. I think, um, well, no one really knew me, so we were very, uh, we had to be very sensitive and delicate with it. But ultimately, the the ethos, of, the ethos of the business was helping people put their offers together, work on the mindset, and then you know sell that offer. That's the you know the cut and shut of the business. So it was it was just an evolution. And you so, were able to work with newer business owners. Yeah, I, was I was working with the more um, advanced business owners at the time, one to one, so we could bring in this new more like a, a beginners one-to-one for new people mm. starting out it allowed us to create a you know like a graduation ladder ascension ladder you know whatever you want to call it so that we could then funnel people into the the other programs which yeah. is it, it worked well you know three or four six months later we then you know changed a few other things in the business which led me into another program yeah. uh, we worked with uh, another head coach that, that works for us so it, it just it was very very seamless um in the end um it just worked really really well yeah. nice love that so as you as you guys have sort of grown as you have both evolved as as business owners as as coaches through this um what has the sort of the dynamic been with you know, making sure that manage yourselves through this process having your your you know your defined roles and actually seeing this this kind of blossom as you want because we all have these challenges thrown in and, and doubts creep in and the world changes and all this stuff happens so what's it been like for you guys have you sort of navigated this growth yeah um i mean amy's marketing mark and i'm sales and accounting yeah <laughs> essentially think... and then we're both you know obviously we cross over with the launches but i i focus on the the accounting side and and mm. the sales so i do all the sales calls um, with everybody so anyone who comes to work with us speaks to me uh you know the, f the first time and then uh from a coaching perspective you know within the program that we've got now um you know one of the head coaches from uh amy's almost front of house is pr probably the best way to describe it yeah we have made a quite a lot of changes over the past few years so obviously when chris joined the business it was peak covid times and you know, the online world was massively booming. And I, mm. I look back now and feel that we actually did create a little bit of a, a monster in terms of how big the business got in a short space of time. Mm. It was completely booming. Like we had so many programs going off. And then when obviously the world went back to normal and things opened up and we were like, okay, now we can start to actually book holidays and go on them. They're not going to keep getting cancelled. Mm. We realized that we had to make some changes mm. for us. So we did take a massive step back and we actually um, retired the majority of our programs, which was a really big and scary decision because it made us so much money. And it was like, oh, I do really want to just let them go. But we decided that for us and for us to create the life we wanted to create mm -hmm. one master program, which is where we are right now. We've got one master program called Launch to Freedom. Um, and that's how we've been able to align our lifestyle with the business after the whole COVID pandemic situation yeah what's been the toughest part of the journey for, for you guys has it been a joint challenge or have you gone on sort of individual journeys as you've as you've evolved um, I'd say there's been uh, a joint journey but then individual journeys within the joint journey and and there's been bumps in the road at different times 
on that roller coaster. And, and I would say that the probably the biggest thing has been navigating going from what we were, which was mm. focused on cash, basically. What, through COVID, you couldn't go anywhere. So there's no point creating more freedom. Where <laughs> there, was no, there was just no point. If the vision yeah. was not freedom, you would drive yourself in crazy. So we were very our value probably was geared towards creating as much financial um, security mm. as possible. And then having that realization that, you know, we're just basically, work, yeah, we had team and stuff like that, but we were just flat out working within the business. And now we can go places, navigating the way of, I suppose, consolidating the business into a, a business that is designed around more time and freedom and flexibility. So mm. there's been some shifts with that that's that's had to come financially, emotionally, and and you know mentally and physically in terms of de- redesigning the business and um, seeing it as this has allowed us to do X Y Z rather than this is what we had because it's it's very it's easy to get into that trap but we didn't have any time um, when we were really really busy we had lots of money but we didn't have any time. <laughs> Yeah, now, it sounds like there's, a, there's been a lot of pivots and changes through mm-hmm. for yourself, but also what, what you were forced to go through. So I think the story is all about changing and pivoting and coming together and evolving and moving and ditching offers and bringing it in together. It's it's a continuous evolution. And I think yeah. we find that with our identities as business owners, we change as people. What got us to one level is not going to get us to that next level. And it's how we identify and see that and are able to move through. And yes. we all have these sort of blips and, and sort of, struggles along the way as we see that sort of the the, the alignment slightly is missed and we're slightly off because maybe we're trying to be that next identity but we all have the beliefs the traits all these things that crop in these things that you guys teach how to imagine go through this so with oh sorry i just had one more point there i think what, what you really need to do is be the leader and foresee what's coming and be mm. able to let go. I wrote, I wrote, a, I wrote a really well, a very long-winded but powerful email to our clients and past clients about you know the the, the world economy and and all of these things. It's very easy to get stuck in a certain mindset of this is how it is, but mm. everything's forward-looking. All the financial markets are six months. Everything's priced in, so you can't get stuck in a certain mindset because this is what's happening right now. Yes, it's it's happening in the the real world. But everyone's moving forward and it's it's really mm. important that you don't get stuck thinking about the COVID times or get stuck thinking about last year. It's very easy to comment on it. But what you've got to think about is what's coming. And I think if you can navigate your way through the last couple of years, because we've never been through such times in business. I've been I don't even know if we've ever been through them in life, maybe as a, as a child where you're not fully mm. aware. So everything is new. I mean, every single day is new anyway, of course. But it's being able to lead yourselves and your clients through mm. that journey. And that's that's the most powerful piece and not letting whatever's going on around you affect. Yeah. That. Let's, let me sort of caveat and just jump on that because that's real. Nothing well, is real. It's all about perception. I mean, yeah, you said the, yeah. the during COVID, there was that people lost their that, that freedom. So it wasn't about the that freedom. During COVID is when I've, I've not traveled as much as I ever have during COVID. Just so happened that that's when I did all my traveling, Costa Rica, Mexico, the US, UK, all these things were happening. So mm. one person's reality and someone else's in the same situation is completely different. So in a financial, you know, 
there's the looms of the recession and everything's happening in the, the US and the UK. Mm. Oh my gosh, is that true for every single person? Absolutely not. Right now there's someone struggling and there's someone really excelling. It's got nothing to do with the external. If we can hold crumbs, hold that ground, understand mm. where we have control, where we have power, where we can tweak and change our, our perceptions on what's happening around us. The results yeah. that we're getting. And we were joking away off, offline. We've chatted for a while about this, the results and what that means in the energy. And I want to, can you touch upon this you know, concept? Because you get the results. And if we're tied into those results, sometimes the results, it's not like Amazon Prime, it's like way delivery. Sometimes it takes a while to get there. And we're yeah. always receiving from past actions and past um, mm. things that we've done. So how do you guys manage and maybe Let's make it more real. How do you guys kind of maybe struggle with some of the results that is coming your way, um, mm -hmm. even though you you believe in what you do and you know what you're doing? What's what's that like? That was really good what you said about Amazon Prime there, because I feel that a lot of people think they can just say, okay, I want to hit like a five figure month or a six figure year. I put my request in. Like, where is it? Like, yeah, I'm just going to manifest it. <laughs> Yeah, it, it's yeah. You need to believe. You need to visualize. You need to do all of those things. You need gr gratitude, of course. But just sitting and being grateful is not going to get you where you want to be. So, mm. where about you know all of the the spiritual side, but the actually taking action mm -hmm. <laughs> side. And and there's something that um obviously massive Tony Robbins fan, and and it took Amy a while to get onto this, and and it was about managing expectations. And that has been a huge theme over the last few weeks and months is oh, everything is about expectations. If you have an expectation, there's a possibility you can be elated or disappointed. Mm -hmm. If you have none, then it's different, but you know, you've got to have standards. But what I always like to do is, you know, expect the best, but prepare for the worst. And then I have a range of where my expectation lies. I'm going to shoot for the best, but I'm also going to be aware that if that doesn't happen, I've got a plan in place for and a lot of just positive thinking is we'll just manifest it into the world and it's all going to be beautiful. And then many, many people are very disappointed. So it's about yeah. understanding how to manage your own expectations. So differently emotions when something does or doesn't happen or it's, it's going to happen, but it might be yeah. a day or two after. So it's really interesting. The, the whole expectations is, is probably where I focus my energy now. Yeah. Yeah, I love that expectation. It's what it's, I think I've heard this so many times recently. It is if it, you're feeling down or you're struggling or you're upset or frustrated, an expectation wasn't met. It can be as simple as that. Most yeah. times, it, it truly is. Yeah. And then we go into the the energy of this. I mean, good and bad, right or wrong, it's just information. If yeah. we can remove the emotions to this, oh my gosh, then it's it's just data. What can we do with this data? But yeah. We're human beings with neurochemicals and a nervous system and thoughts and programming, all this stuff. So you guys, let's let's dig in. You you guys know all this stuff. You know all this stuff. You coach people through this. Does that mean you have no challenges, no problems whatsoever? Everything's <laughs> rainbows and unicorn farts? Absolutely <laughs> not. We have our fair share of challenges. <laughs> We've just been through, um, in the past year, I've been on a little bit of a journey myself in terms of, you know, really falling back in love with business again like mm. i mentioned like everything happened so fast we grew really really quickly and then when we did slow down i actually had a thought of like who am i without the business 
I had all this time to think and all this time to reflect. And, mm-hmm. you know, there was like loads of things coming up for me when I had this time to think. And I think, I think, I think, you know, that's why meditation is so important. That's why giving yourself that freedom to just clear your mind, things start to come up that you've maybe been pushing down because you've been focused on other things. And there was, I think Chris thought, I was going crazy because every day there was a new thing I was bringing to the table like this is why I feel this way and he's like oh god something else is going on so yeah last year was a big eye-opening experience for me with a lot of challenges thrown in yeah yeah this is beautiful to hear about because it is tough and it's always ongoing it's not like you you do do mindset it's like yeah then you're fixed you're done forever (laughs) we're always evolving we're always changing but these these core challenges and core roots that, that you see that maybe you were able to suppress it maybe they were they were pushed aside maybe they didn't even come up and then you hit this new level it's like hey you haven't haven't dealt with this have you so it's so interesting here you know people who who know who coach this stuff that when you hit a new level i mean they say new level new devil new level old devil oh my gosh different devil to sort of play that it's so true it just comes back in with like a fake mustache and fake glasses like hold on no you're the (laughs) scarcity fear again but it's at a different level so it comes with a different flavor so i think to that point as as you guys grow as you guys look forward to what you want to achieve um what are the challenges that you can maybe see coming up that maybe you're you're ready for or maybe it's like oh shit yeah i'm not i know that's coming you said you prepare for the best and yeah, expect the best, but prepare for the worst. What, what are those challenges that you might be able to see that you're, you're aware of? Um, it could be that the, the industry is changing a lot, you know, like this past year, it has been challenging, not just for us, like mentally, but also just business-wise as well. We did take a massive step back and take our foot mm. off the gas quite a lot. So, you know, getting back on the train and like building that momentum again, I can see it now. It feels like we are not a new business. Obviously, we've got all of this previous experience and we know how to move forward. Um, But I think the industry is changing so much that we have to be open to adapt. We have to be open to change things. And I guess I'm not 100 percent sure where where the industry is going in the coaching. Like we don't know that, but Mm. we can obviously can guess where it's going so we can prepare for those things. And um, I guess that's probably one of my biggest challenges, just how quickly and how fast things are changing and having to be innovative all the time and come up with new ideas and concepts mm. um, to continue to grow. I guess that might be my challenge. Mm. Yeah, how does that how does that impact you know, what you do, the roles that you play? If you're in this and what you perceive as a constantly sort of changing landscape, how what is that like for you? I mean, the only constant we've got is change, isn't it? So I think change is for me, I do enjoy change and I do enjoy trying new things. But sometimes you're like, oh, like that thing worked before and it's not working the same way anymore. So that can create a little bit of frustration when you're thinking like, Mm. failed and now things have changed again so I guess it is just about you know being open to adapt to learn to grow to take the data that we're getting from the things that maybe aren't working the same way anymore and just figuring out a, a new way a new path so that we can help mm. our clients with that too yeah so so what what else, what else are you sort of seeing in this changing landscape what is it that crumbs what is it that excites you about what's coming up well what's interesting is that we've been on the road for two, just under two years, literally on the road since the end of COVID. And what we're actually craving now is, is the, and, and the thing actually is probably the uncertainty and certainty. Mm. And we, it changes every location that you go to, the uncertainty that you have changes. 
and this where you get certainty changes and in every couple of months you have to adapt to a new environment as in we were in mexico for two months and you weren't certain whether the power would be on when you needed it so that was that was fun <laughs> it kept you on your toes <laughs> yeah 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 but we're, we're actually coming through I, I mean i and this may, may be funny to say but this is how i feel at the moment our only challenge moving forward is is settling back into what we did do and creating a new standard and level of life because mm -hmm. we're the first to hear this officially since we've just given somebody some news but we are going to be moving back to the uk on a not a permanent basis but setting setting up camp um yeah. in the UK rather than just out of our bags so we, like i said we've been on the road for two years so it's like i can only see it just i can see the green fields i can see it being a breeze like the the hardest thing in my vision now is seems very easy compared to the things that have happened yeah so i would and I, I spoke to amy about this it's like a hangover and and it's you're coming out of the other side and i've used this analogy with a client before and it's like look you're in charge of how long this hangover lasts you're in mm. charge of how it feels throughout the process and you're also in charge of how you feel coming out of the other side and and i feel that the the last two years has been incredible and there have been hungover periods throughout of that and actually we're coming into a teetotal phase of feeling absolutely epic in terms mm -hmm. of our decision making now moving back to the uk is six months away but wow how we have processed it in our minds is that process has started now and how we act now will be how we act moving forward Yes, we're going to Dubai for three months and then we're not actually sure after Christmas, but we are certain on that next March we're going to be back, whether it's in our house or whether it's in a different house. That's, mm. that's almost irrelevant at the moment. It's about having that knowing and certainty in we can plan for that. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so, so this is a, 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 again, all these micro transitions that you guys have been on is, is incredible to sort of hear these sort of pieces together. And now you're going through another one. The biggest one yet is it's almost the return. The, yeah. you know, the, okay, the hero's journey. I mean, you could you could navigate this throughout the last sort of couple of years on all these things that has happened through you. Now, this is the the pivotal point of the return home. Mm. How you come in because you're different people when you left. So there is a, a juxtaposition of what was and what is and where you want to go, and all the the fun and games that comes with that. It's going to be mm. glorious. Yes, yeah, it's that's exciting. What, that's what I mean. It seems like I'm, I, I can't think of any challenges because <laughs> it, it's it, it should be. I uh, say this, <laughs> it, sh it it's easy. You know, we're back and we're staying at my, my mum's at the moment, and you know that's mm. got its own uh, blessing and a curse, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the way to describe it. But we've 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 ascended into a new level. Even having conversations with people, that good friends, that we're, we're talking about different things. And mm. it's really interesting. I, you know, I've come back and, you know, I'm, I'm, we're back every now and again. But having these conversations, it's we, like I said, we've stepped into the what's good, what March will look like now. So, you know, doing certain things, going certain places, having certain conversations. You know, somebody yeah. was trying to sell us an Airbnb the other day. We, you know, I was out for a couple of drinks with my friend and we were talking about business and all this kind of stuff. And this, this woman's trying to sell us an Airbnb. <laughs> so it's just opportunities uh, are arising and and we're more open mm. to the opportunities than maybe we were in the past so yeah Ooh, let's 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 just end on that note because that's that's a beautiful point about the opportunities that we see from someone like yourself chris who focuses on on the energy focuses on 
uh, the certainty that you need um, in, in all different areas. Mm. And you mentioned offline, always find a way. That's mm. kind of the the sort of the value that you you guys have gone through this journey. You will always find a way. There's that faith and there's that belief. I always want to caveat that with being able to see the opportunity. So to always find a way sometimes means you're open to, to see what are the opportunities? What does come away? What's going to help us in this next phase? Mm. Other times it's we'll always find a way. So we're so focused and we just believe we'll find a way. We'll believe we'll find a way rather mm. than seeing the opportunities that are passing us by saying we can help you. It's like, no, no, I believe I'll find a way, but I can help you. But I believe I can find a way. So mm. I think that is a beautiful thing for people to sort of reflect on. Like, hey, having absolute faith and certainty and seeing those new opportunities those tweaks, those changes as they come along. Um, there's a new one to dance to that, but it's part of the fun and game. So what's, what's your sort of take on that? I um, I agree. I, I think what's what's key, and, and like when I was talking about certainty, it's as an example, when you land in a new location, it's all new. It's all uncertain. Mm. What, will we like it? Will we this? Will we that? Where will we get the shopping from? Will the power work? What what will happen when the power goes off? How long will the power go off? So you you find a way to create certainty in the bits that you can so that when all the surprises happen, you're not worrying or, or concerned about the other stuff. Yeah. And that allows you to have a level of comfort and security slash certainty to go and deal with all the, and, and be open to those opportunities. But if you're fighting your way through not knowing this, not knowing that, and then, you know, yeah. basic communities and you know, you'll have known this traveling we're very lucky in in you know England and America that you can just go to the the tap or the faucet and get water. Doesn't work like that in Mexico and Central America. You know, it's it's not that simple. So especially so, when a hurricane comes plowing through. Oh my gosh! Yes. <laughs> so you know, and we're in a fortunate position to be able to have these things that we have to work through. And people that haven't will be sat there thinking, well, you know, it's all right for them. But you know, you're trying to run a business and you've got no power. And, you know, you've got to consider getting water and things like that. It's just different. And and that's every... So coming back to England and setting up camp in England just seems like an absolute breeze because yeah. you know, most things... Work. Those, those, the basics take care of the foundations are like this. It's assumed. This is all assumed. Therefore, you can put your focus, your energy towards the other aspects. And also yeah. on the flip side, you take it all for granted. Oh, my gosh. So oh, that, that works in, in business as well, like having those foundations in place. And that's what so many people, you know, we've seen with previous clients or even current clients mm. and other people, they don't want to take the time to build those foundations so they can continue to put the energy into growing the business. So I think that was a really good analogy with the foundations. <laughs> yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Guys, this has been fantastic. Thank you so much, Amy, Chris, for being on the show and sharing not only what you do, how you do it, but behind the scenes of your journey, your evolution. It's been beautiful. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. You're welcome. And hey, if people want to find out more about, about you and the work that you do, where can they find you? Well, Instagram is a great place to come. I'm always on there sharing more behind the scenes on stories, some great value on there. That's at Social Cactus Coaching. And we also have a free mini course available as well. If anyone is really wanting to start signing more clients, but in a more authentic and genuine way, they're kind of overall this bro marketing and all of the, the BS that's out there. And we've got a free mini course, which can be found on our website, social-cactus.com. Well, everyone, if you're curious, you're like, hell yeah, that sounds amazing. Go and check it out. But again, Amy, Chris, thank you so much for being here. Thank you yeah. so much. Thank you. You're welcome.
Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? Uh, we ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is, and we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah, so please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See you next time. Bye.